365 days later 223 total plays with a listening audience 61% in Jamaica 26% in the United States of America 11% in Germany and 1% each in New Zealand, the Bahamas and the United Kingdom distributed on seven podcasting platforms Wagwan everybody good morning good afternoon good evening good night welcome to another episode of power nuggets with rth i am your host Rochelle t henry and around here we bring you life lessons stories testimonies and everything in between as we keep it real with no scripts, just vibes. So I hope you have your, your popcorn and I hope you have your wine as we get ready to prioritize our mental health in episode number 13 of Power Nuggets with RTH. Hi everybody, welcome to Power Nuggets with RTH. Can you tell that I'm excited? Like, I'm excited, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm happy to be here with you, I'm happy to be back in this podcasting space. How are you? I hope you are doing well, and your year is off to a great start. Despite life's punches and kicks and hits. I hope you have an amazing 2022 and you're looking forward to great things. And I also hope that in me coming here and sharing with you that my energy, my joy, my happiness will transfer from your device, whatever you're listening to me from, whatever the bell that you're hearing me through, I hope that my energy will transfer to you. And that at the end of this episode that you will feel renewed, you will feel happy, you will feel energized. My guest for today is Mrs. Pollocky Taylor mental health advocate, mental health coach. She is a blogger, writer, and yes, she is a Christian. Today we will be talking, prioritizing your mental health, and some tips in managing your mental health. You can follow Paula K at the dot still dot and you can follow her coaching page at tss underscore coaching enjoy this episode with mrs paula k taylor as we talk prioritizing your mental health i really enjoyed the episode I really enjoy recording it, and I hope you will enjoy listening to it. 
so good morning everybody welcome back to another episode of power nuggets with rth today i have mrs paula k taylor and we are going to discuss prioritizing mental health for the new year so hi paula good morning how are you? I'm well. I'm good. Alright. I'm very good. It's good to have you here. Um, we're coming from 2017. Yeah. I mean, you, start, you started joining with me since then. And I really appreciate your presence. I know I tell you this almost every day that we speak. But yeah, it's true. So, my first question is, Describe yourself. Who is Paula K. Taylor? Use use either the first three letters of your first name, or you can use all three initials. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So P A U. Um, Paula K. is passionate, um, authentic, and unique. Good. So, how, so you are a mental health coach, and um, how did that journey start? First, walk me through a bit of childhood and your journey to getting here as a mental health coach. Yeah, those type of those type of situations, and then you have to burn school. Can we affect? Emotional state, mm. being like an ear for my mom, 
and I don't know, being from Thailand, it, it was a lot to take on for a child, mm. but I pulled through. Um, well, I think I thought I pulled through, but ultimately there was an emotional scar, obviously. Yeah. Um, I also, well, when I was younger as well, there, I experienced some trauma, some sexual trauma, and I experienced repeats of that in my teenage years and stuff. And I had a lot going on as a child, essentially. Mm. Um, and depression kind of manifested itself when I was eight years old, on and off, throughout high school, and then it came like full force in university. Yeah. By the way, I passed all my TXTs, I got ones and that's great. Which stream of subject did you? Which stream of subject did you do? I did most of the arts. I did like English literature, um, history. Oh, so liberal arts. Um, yeah, liberal arts. So we are on the same track. Yeah. We are on the same track. We are very connected. Um. Yeah. Uh, how was? Yeah, continue. Sorry. So in the university, I developed um, depression and anxiety, full-fledged. I was also doing psychology, so I was exposed to like, the intuition and stuff. And mm. I think it was at like, the end of my tenure at university, I actually tried to seek help, because I wasn't sure at first. I didn't want to be like, um, mm. I didn't want to want to be like those psych students who get into the program, they learn stuff, and all of a sudden they have all these different things. Um, yeah. So I have missed. Fine, I don't mind. Um, yeah. what made you study psychology? Honestly, I got my message because I wasn't even thinking about psychology. I so all my life I wanted to be a teacher, and your mother is a teacher, yeah. isn't she? Yes, mm. my parents they're teachers, and so that's all like I knew. Both of them. Really Mom was like, I want you to study abroad, and you need to get into like a course that 
can get you abroad easily. So you're looking at nursing. And I was just like, oh, I don't want to be a nurse. And then the next option was law because she wanted a lawyer and a doctor. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. I did this pre-law course and I applied for UTEC law. And then I think something happened where either the results were delayed or something happened. And I realized I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to do law. Like, I was not interested in law at all. And I was like, okay, God, what do I do? University, like, starts in August. And I need to be, like, in school. And a friend of mine actually reached out to me. And we were talking. She was like, oh, I'm going to psychology. Just come do the course. Like, I think you would like it and whatever. Mm. And I was like, yeah, all right. I can't just do it. I just stand up for psychology really quickly. And I got through, um, in, like, a short time. And I have a couple weeks. I got the Yeah, and in doing and in doing not to cut it, but in doing psychology too, as you rightfully said previously, um, you would be discovering, you would have been discovering all the things that you could possibly be going through as a child. So while learning yeah. the course, you are better able to put yourself into that situation and say, "Yeah, I'm experiencing." Yeah, I mean, Throughout the course, I was able to connect certain things and um, have certain conversations with myself and with my family. And um, I just eventually it became a case where I wanted to have a better understanding of why things happened the way they did with my family, mm. but then also have an understanding of how the human mind works. Okay. So that was a motivator for psychology. Fair enough. Um, how, so you're a Christian. How um, did that affect your work as a Christian? And at what age? When did it start? In terms of, in terms of what? Becoming a Christian and balancing um, school and learning all of these things and saying, okay, I might have some mental issues that needs to be solved. Okay, so I was raised in a Christian family, a church-going family. Mm. My parents were very involved in the church. They were in leadership positions. Um, and so I, I, I was familiar with like the church things as a child, like early and of course, when I became old enough, I was also actively involved in church stuff, you know. Um, but I can't say for sure that my relationship with God was always like really strong. It's always been like a back and forth because there's something that I didn't really understand and I kind of just did it because that's how I know. But in university, again, was challenged a lot with my faith and exposed to... Um, you know, believers that were beyond my little pocket of Christendom, if that makes sense, right? My denomination and my people yeah. that I grew up around and stuff. I was exposed to other people who have other perspectives and other experiences and other encounters with God and all these different things. Um, so you got, you, you, you got um, introduced to UCCF? Yeah, but I wasn't really... 
involved in this CCF. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Johnny, I don't know why. I wasn't actively involved. Like, I go to, like, all night prayer meetings when they host them, but in terms of, like, attending regularly, I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't Just visiting, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because I was involved in ICF when I was in high school. Right. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but then, you know, even, but dealing with my mental health issues and becoming more exposed to, like, psychology and stuff, I mm-hmm. feel like it gave me a better perspective of God. It made me see him bigger, mm-hmm. see him as bigger than, you know, what I knew, um, see him as limitless as he is actuality okay. and so it's like and then of course having the experience of him caring about this aspect of my life and mm-hmm. so I realized that okay God don't just care about all the churches things that I do he actually cares about my holistic well-being including the, the state of my mind and he isn't requesting me or he isn't requiring me to um cover up all of these issues with church activities. So he's not expecting me to be more active in praise and worship or pray louder or go to every single church event in order to prove that I am dedicated to him. Like he knows it and he sees me where I am and he is with me every step of the way. And so even in my not so great mental state, he cares about that and he wants me to deal with that because that's important to him as well, just as much as like church activities and stuff. That's important. Right. Um, what's Templates for um, social media, my 
this means creating um, programs about science, creating, I just like to create. Yeah. And I must say that I, I have had the privilege of um, going to some seminar that you're a part of, guest speaking, hosting, yeah. and your presentations are really top notch. Um, yeah. So I realized I didn't answer one of your questions, you know, about how I got started in coaching. No, I'm, I'm coming there now. Okay, okay. So you. You were a blogger, are you are a writer? Tell me a bit about the the still soul and how you have turned that or gained something else from so other brain child from the still soul and what's the inspiration behind the still soul? Okay. So I feel like you your your listeners going to be like over my responses but again the still soul came from the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, I got that name in a period of me experiencing intense anxiety. I was going through a period where I was really struggling with anxiety. I was having crazy anxiety attacks, intense symptoms. I had to get a doctor often because a lot of times I would feel physical symptoms and I thought it was something else. It was always a uh, um, psychological thing. And I remember one morning I was in my room. I was boarding off campus at that time. I was in my room and I was just lying in bed because at that time that's all I had strength for. You know, depression and anxiety yeah. licked me and I just have only had the strength to lie to me. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about writing how I still wanted to have a blog and I wanted to have that like create that space but I wanted it to be meaningful and I was like talking to the Lord like you know what do you want me to do how do you want me to proceed like what do you want me because I had already like changed my blog name twice mm. <laughs> and I was just like God how do you want me to proceed and so you know, even in your state of me. even in your state of depression you were still a bit connected to God in that sense to say, Alright, I'm stuck here. What do you want me to do? What can I do to get myself out of out of this situation? Yeah, definitely. Because I Paula could sense that there was this little tiny tiny part of me mm. that had like a seed of hope. Alright, continue. Alright, so yeah, I was connected to God because yes, I was going through um, the, the depression and anxiety, but there was like a, a sliver of hope in me. I felt like things would get better eventually. I didn't know when, I didn't know how, but I just sensed that it would get better. I, I felt like, you know, there was more to life what I was going through and I believe that God would help me through what I was experiencing now to get to the other side and of course he told me often that you know it's going to be better I'm here for you and all these different things and so um 
yes, I didn't necessarily know how it was get better. And I didn't, for sure, I didn't feel like it was going to get better. But I believe that it will. Okay. Ah, uh, so tell me about you. Then started the Stilled Soul Coaching Services. How is that, and how is that going? Right. So during that period, I started the Stilled Soul blog, and I was write about mental health issues. You know, talk about things from my perspective and giving advice and encouragement on that blog. And then I kind of took a break from writing. Now. <laughs> yes. Took a break from writing, and again, I was going through another rough period, so I kind of stepped back from it. So I wanted to have a myself and stuff. And in 2019, I I did a big overhaul of my life. So I quit my job. I left where I was living. I went back to my mom's house, and I just kind of stayed there for a month and regroup and talk to God and feel what's happening. And in that period, he said to me, he just, again, he said to me, mental health coaching. And I was like, oh, okay, how, how that works? How that work? <laughs> because I actually wanted to do my master's and, be, and do counseling mm-hmm. or clinical psychology. And I had gotten accepted to this school, but I didn't get any financial aid. So I, I felt kind of bad about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I asked God, how does, how does, how am I going to do this? Coaching thing. I've never seen anybody do mental health coaching before, and is this legit? Like, you know, but he gave me like a full rundown, a full download of what he wanted me to do. And I was like, all right. So I prayed over it, I committed to him, and I just trusted that in time he will make it happen. In 2022, I did some courses, some life coaching courses. 2021. No, 2020. 2020 rather. Okay. Okay. In 2020, actually, I did um, mental health coaching courses and life coaching courses, and then I kind of sat down and then, <laughs> um, and then in 2021, now I was able to structure to start. Good boy. He actually sent a client my way, and I could not dodge the person. Ooh. He was just like, I want you. No, look at alignment. <laughs> look at how look like, at how oh, things please. aligned. He always does yeah. this. Always. Um you know what I just remember while you were speaking about wanting to do your masters and um getting no financial aid. Yeah. That you actually paid up well, God actually paid off your student loan. How was that? How was that? And what was the the the, How was the process of you waiting and it actually? Pressured. 
Yeah. I don't know. Cause I'm a fun tour, but I was like, I think I'm a fun tour. Me, my aunt, who was one of my um directors, she called me and she was just like, you know, you need to get some puppies because they're calling me and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. I was like, I think sign is fine. And then in December of 2020, somebody reached out to me and asked me, you know, how is this thing all going? And I said, you know, I in errors, and I sent her the email with the errors amount. And she was like, oh, okay, all right, then. You need to get that sorted. I'm like, yeah, well, January comes, you know, I settle in a job, so I'm going to, you know, fix up myself and start. Pay it off. And then, like, a day or two after, she sent me the money to pay the errors. And the oh, okay. And then by January, I got the remaining funds for the entirety of my student loans. Wow. And that was like in the first week of January. And Michelle, when I tell you I had nothing to do with it, I had nothing. So I can't even tell you a process. We just trust God's self. He was going to pay it off. It was, it was taken care of. Because you said you sent um you sent your online community in a frenzy basically. <laughs> you said that with a frenzy and I was like I tell you when I read when I read the story of how everything came up, I was I had chills. Like God, this is really you. Um talk a little bit about the church and mental health. Because and people in the Bible did go through depression, didn't they? David and... in the Bible have experienced depression. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not worded who David experienced depression and who had to go to therapy. But it was but evident. Based on the symptoms and based on what they describe and what's talked about. He wrote, you know? yes. Yeah, he wrote about it and, you know. And even if it's not like intense mental illnesses, Something was connected. Exactly. Persons were experiencing mental health issues, and so it's not something that is not familiar to God. Um, and so I realized now that person, other person, especially younger people, are becoming more aware, and they are stepping away from the ideology that if you have a mental health issue, it's demons. Or you did something wrong. Yeah. It's just something is wrong because I'm a human being and that's what happened. And so therefore I need to get proper care. And do you know, 
And you know what, too? Um, the church has this ideology or belief that, oh, you're a Christian. So Christians do not go through, through mental health issues because God is going to see you through. Yes, he's going to see you through, but he's also going to give, he gives other people the tools to help you through it. Yeah, and, and that's something again that I see that's changing slowly, slowly but surely. Yeah. In that, because even I mentioned before that you know I had that belief where I felt like if I admit to having this kind of issue, then something is wrong with my faith, and that's not the case. Mm. That's not the case. Um, and the Lord really, really persons, even persons within the church like myself, who have the gift and who have the, the, the um, grace to help people through their mental health issues and you know, help them understand that, you know, yes you're a Christian, but you experience these things, not because you're not faithful but because you're a human being. Right. So, yeah. Um, tell me how should I put this now? Can you give us some tips um, for monitoring your mental health and some probably self-care advice? Yeah. So, um, especially in this time, you know, we're going into a third, a fourth wave of the pandemic. Mm. We're entering into a third year. So Basically. Mm-hmm. Because it feels so long. Hello. Yeah, are you hearing me? Yeah, I'm hearing you now. Alright, you recording too? Yes. Right, so we're in this situation where um, we're not used to, nobody's prepared for this, nobody has ever been prepared for this, has ever experienced something like this. And Mental health is definitely something that's being affected. Definitely. Um, yeah. And so what I will advise persons for this year, um, things are going to be more or less the same. Pace yourselves. Pace yourselves with whatever you have to do, whether it is with work, with, inter- uh, with you know, social interactions, School. with ministry commitments. Um, with all the goals that you've probably set up for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, your vision board and stuff, pace yourself. Um, you're not in competition with anybody else. It's just you. Yeah, yeah. And there is no need for you to feel like you need to hurry and achieve a whole bunch of things before December 2022. Do what you can, how you can, when you can. Yeah. Um, and then also rest. Prioritize resting. Um, that's one thing that I know that a lot of persons have really become like aware of their need for rest mm-hmm. because we are in a society that's very fast paced, um, hustler mentality. You know, you have all your goals and you have to conquer every single one of them by yeah. a certain age or time, and not everybody is wired like that. Yeah. So, rest, allow yourself to recoup, allow yourself to relax. Because that is important as well. Like, if you are not properly replenished and refreshed, then you know all your efforts are kind of in vain. Because 
you don't have the capability to perform at your maximum. So, right. Um, I'll also say to um, develop healthy coping um, strategies. Mechanism. Again, we're in we're in a pandemic, and a lot of persons have turned to some very unhealthy ways of coping. Mm-hmm. Not because they're easily accessible and you know, bad habits are easily formed, and so I'll encourage you to form healthy coping habits. So instead of drinking a lot or overeating or only eating, or instead of oversleeping or not sleeping enough, try to find things that will not damage you in the long run. So things like talking to people, things like again resting, um, taking social media breaks if needed. Muting mm-hmm. um, news channels. Big on that. Yesterday, I yesterday I mute on Instagram the Dina and Observer because mm. the, the the reports every time I log in and the timeline refresh, stuff somebody else did. Yeah. I. And it was just overwhelming. I personally do not um follow Observer and Lena. None. Yeah. Uh, I mean no. No news, nothing. No new. I mean, I follow media, you know, but mm-hmm. not where um the news is gonna get to me at that. I might pass through one and two times, but not, not two. Yeah. So what I will also encourage persons to do is to um create a safe space on social media for yourself. Because, because a lot, I mean, people might say, oh, you, you wake up, um, the, the morning, you wake up in the mornings and the first thing that you jump to is social media and it can be damaging, but it also can be beneficial depending on how you create your space. So what are you waking up to? When you open your timeline, what is the first thing that you see? Is it something to get you started on your day or something that will throw off your day completely? Mm-hmm. And that's why before you even get onto social media, you need to set the tone for your day. So mm-hmm. we're going to have a devotion, you're going to listen to some worship music, you're going to do some affirmations. Um, set the tone for your day because if you allow external factors to, to determine the mood of the day, then you lose control over that. And that's not healthy, that's not good. Yeah. Speaking of, of routines and getting, um, before, doing things before you up onto social media in the days, what, kind of walk me through your morning routine, day routine? You don't have to go in depth, but my morning routine nowadays is essentially uh, I wake up. Mm-hmm. I I usually play worship music, and sometimes I wake up with a particular song on my heart. Yes. And that song essentially sets the mood for the day. Yeah. Um. Some mornings I do some exercise, so I would exercise, and um, while I'm exercising, I'm listening to that song. Um, and then between the song and well, after the song, when I start getting ready for the 
if I were at that same um, scripture. So oh. I listen to like, the audio Bible. And I listen to that um, at breakfast. How are you And then when I'm ready for work, I walk out with my husband through the bus stop and we pray along the way. And then we have a little chit chat. You know, um, the last thing is pray with my husband and then head off to work. Okay. How is work environment? My current work environment is good so far. Um, I had to make a decision to change work environment mm. last year because I wanted, it was affecting my mental health and I wanted to be in a better space. So I did a very bold thing for me and just change, change space. Because, I mean, your work environment can also affect Absolutely. Absolutely. Ah, mm. uh, what else should I ask? I guess that's essentially it. Uh-huh. Um, where can persons find you on social media? Get in touch with TPS um TSS coaching. So you can find me, you can follow me on my quote unquote personal Instagram at the underscore sealed underscore soul. And you can also follow my social my coaching social media um, at TSS underscore coaching, both are on Instagram. Um, you can always reach out to me via DMs um, at TSS coaching and um, that's it. You, you got your you, you got your personal Instagram page wrong. It's the dot stilled dot soul. Is it underscore? Yes. What? Yes. In my head? I got mistake. Wow. That's wild. So oh. the dot stilled dot soul. One more question. How is... How is accountability and your circle in supporting business and supporting you personally where mental health is concerned? I I think I have great support. In fact, I was in um, a meeting the other day mm. with um, my community, with members of my community and we were discussing how we can all support each other's businesses, promote each other's businesses, um, you know, help each other with business um, documentation, you know, wherever we have need for something, um, who we can go to. So, for example, one person able to do files, one person able to do business documents, one person able to do... Um, business card, stuff like that. Um, also, even like clients that I've, I have or I've had, they don't hesitate to like, refer people to me. Um, I've had two referrals so far. Uh, three, actually, so far. And that's, that's encouraging for me. Um, and of course, sharing my content. Um, persons who 
would have me speak at their youth groups, you know, referral. So it's, it's, the support is there, and I'm really encouraged. Uh, I realize that since the start of January, um, your coaching page has been dropping affirmation tips um, throughout the month. How is that going? Well, um, I dropped them. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it connects with a lot of people. Yes, it does. Um, it, it allows um, us to... It allows us to introspect. Yeah. Mm. It's really so cool. that's that's good. Yeah. So I'm going to do some other stuff now. So thank you for joining me on my podcast. I really appreciate you. I appreciate your support again. Here am I. I appreciate your support. I mean, I tell people that the support I get on social media is totally mind-blowing mm-hmm. and 2021 has been that year for me you hear me speak a lot about um structuring your social media spaces 2021 i mean i always it's something that i've always practiced yeah um because i am that type of person if you start doing some other stuff on my profile that I I don't like or I don't approve of then I unfollow you if I have to mm-hmm. and um it has really been that year for me and God has really aligned with some great people over the years and you are one. Aww. I mean I can't I can't wait for you to get back into writing if you do desire to get back into writing but for now I'll continue and I always will continue supporting your business and it's really a pleasure to meet you Mrs. Taylor thank you it is for me thank you how have that that impacted your life um I feel like you have I think your boldness and your pursuit of purpose is very inspiring. I mean, you have not allowed like limitations. Like persons would look at you and think, okay, she has cerebral palsy, and so therefore she's limited in certain ways. But you've risen above that, and you have made great strides in your chosen field. And so, I mean, I can only look. I think I can only look forward to great things from you. I mean, you're writing for international people. You have your podcast. You have your blog. You did your um, you did that connection with um Joel last year, which I thought was great. Yes, it was. And, you know, you're just doing the things. You're doing all the things, and I, I'm I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. you. Know, encouraging. I'm- you know, last night, going back to how we connected, last night I was really lying down and I was um, kind of going through my head and the connection that we both made. And I realized that you, you and I, we came in connection in many ways. I mean, with Bloggers of Jamaica, with Pray for the Bride. 
And it's yeah. the support has I'm not lying, the support has really been great. So thank you for being a friend. And this is where I'm gonna end this episode. Until next time, my friends, take care. And take care of your mental space for the new year and the days to come. Until next time, my friends, I am Richard C. Henry, reminding you to let your light so shine before men that they might see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And remember that somebody loves you.